Welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast. On this show, we take a relational approach to turning readers into fans by using expensive words based on our emotions to write compelling stories. This way, instead of finding customers who read, we find friends and fans who will go on any storytelling path with us as we walk down the winding roads that make up our author journeys. Get ready to learn more about writing the story of your heart right now on Writing Expensive Words. Welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast. As always, Kristen Spencer here as your host. And today we are going to be talking about the battle for supremacy within and how to embrace all of our creative selves without feeling guilty or like a failure. And as most of these episodes, episode ideas uh, come from my real life, this week I've been realizing that uh, if you've been listening to this show, I set this insane goal to write or to publish 15 books this year, which there's no way I'm coming close to that at all. Um, And I was thinking about why over the last like week, five days or so, And I figured out finally that the reason why I'm not able to do to write that many books isn't because uh, I can't just sit and write them. If you have listened to the five books in five weeks, you know, if I make myself sit and write, I can do that. But that's like the only thing I can do all day if I'm trying to write 5,000 words a day, which I did during that challenge every day for uh, 25 days. And so I was thinking about why am I not putting out as many books as I want to. And the reason why is because in order to be able to do that, I would basically have to cut off part of who I am. And that part is I love to teach. If you don't, if you, if you, this is your first episode that you're listening to or watching, then you know that uh, I love teaching people how to write better. It's like my singular professional purpose in life. And I realized that I've been pouring a lot of my personal working time into developing courses and books that help people write the story of their heart, hearts, (laughs) if it's more than one person. Uh, And so I thought, you know, like, this is why I'm not able to write as much because I'm doing the teaching thing. And I was like, oh, well, what if I could just focus on writing? And I was thinking about it. I was talking to my husband, Travis, about it. And I came... I came to the conclusion that if I were to try to focus solely on writing and not focus on teaching at all, that I would basically be like severing off a creative limb because I love teaching so much. It's been a part of what I've done for years. I used to teach Bible studies and uh, I used to write books about self-esteem from the Christian worldview perspective. And then a few years ago, I made the shift to uh, working on projects specifically having to do with fiction and nonfiction writers, um, while, of course, doing my own side projects like the Old School series, which was the series I wrote uh, during the Five Books in Five Weeks project. And so the thing that (laughs) I've been struggling with as far as time, because I'm a crazy time management person. Uh, I realized that I've been spending a lot of time working on teaching things. And, you know, we all have different parts of our creative selves. We all have um, 
you know, different passions and aspirations warring inside. And I realized that teaching writing and actually writing were kind of like going at it inside of me. And that's one of the reasons why I felt so anxious lately. So I want to talk to you about your creative self and what you're going through as you're endeavoring to go on your own writing journey. So the biggest thing that gets in the way of my writing is the fact that I love to teach and I love to work with clients. I love to mentor people. Uh, What would that thing be for you? Like, let's say that you are dedicating 50% of your time, your creative time, your creative credits, you're spending those on writing, what would the other 50% be? And for me, I realized that I'm really hitting that 50-50 deal more and more as this year goes through. But how can I function? You know, how can I keep going when I'm trying to sever off something that is part of what makes me who I am. And one of the things that I've done also is I've stopped playing music, which is a huge part of who I am creatively. It recharges me. It gives me extra creative credits, right? And so I want to ask you that same question. Like, yes, okay, you're a writer, but what else are you? For me, I'm a teacher. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a dog owner, (laughs) This morning, I picked up dog poop for 20 minutes. It was There was nothing glamorous about it, all right? Um, but those are the different pieces of who I am. I'm a daughter. You know, I'm a sister. It's my brother's birthday this week. Happy birthday, Brandon. He never listens to the show, but, you know, that's a brotherly thing to do, not listen to his sister's podcast. But he's not a writer, so he wouldn't care about this stuff. Um, I mean, he cares about me, and that's enough. And I was thinking about the adage, like, if you can't do, teach. And first of all... Uh, It's totally misinformed because if you want to be able to teach something, you have to know how to do it really well. And I think that was the whole reason why I did the five books in five weeks project was because I wanted to prove to myself and to everyone else, hey, I'm not just telling you how to write. I'm not just giving you clues and tips and tricks. Uh, I actually use all this stuff. I actually can write. And so that was part of it. Like it wasn't that I have to write something creative right now, I'm going to die. I do feel that way sometimes. And my husband will point it out to me. He'll be like, when did you write something that you just wanted to write lately? And I'll be like, huh, maybe I should do that. Um, But in this case, I was like, I'm going to prove to myself and to everyone else that I have what it takes to be a writer because I want to teach writing. And that's the thing is like, I can't deny that other part of myself. I can't deny the musical part of myself either. And so if you're solely focused on writing and that's what you're dedicating 100% of your creative credits and your creative time to, you're going to get blocked. You're going to run into problems. You will feel frustrated because that is not what all of this, you know, that's not what being a human being is about. We're very creative creatures, right? Um, I, I personally am a Christian, so I like to say that we're creative createds because we're created by a creative God who made us all individual and who created so many amazing things. And that is one of the things that appeals to me about writing is that I feel like it's made in God's image that I get to create my own worlds and create these, uh, you know, animals and settings and characters with different feelings and different backgrounds. And I love that part of it. But if I am trying to dissect myself to only get the writing part 
I have to ask myself, what's the motivation behind that? Why would I do that? And the answer that I kept coming back to was um, one word for success, whether that's financial success, whether that's um, uh, like fame, right? Even though I think that fame is a distortion of voice, which I talk about in Realize Your Story, Transform Your Life, which is a book that I really badly need to edit. I'm going to work on it after this because I have to get it to my copy editor, Maria. Um, but that's one of the things that I think about is what what will motivate me to cut all these other parts of myself away so that only writing is left. And it's not it's not a good motivation, in my opinion, that the only reason that I would cut everything else out is to be a famous writer, to be a financially successful writer. Okay, yeah, you can do that. But that gets into like, um, you know, I did a whole episode about uh, Leonard Nimoy and how his son didn't really get to spend any time with him because he was so dedicated to being his best self when he was Spock and that his life was unbalanced and uh, Im- imbalanced, <laughs> not unbalanced because that's not a word um, there. He, he didn't have balance in his life. Right. To where he was able to uh, be with his family and enjoy them and then also be Spock and enjoy his time pursuing his life's purpose, which he felt was to be an actor. And so I have to think about the balance in my life and if it's tipping toward uh, ignoring my family or ignoring the part of me that loves to teach or loves to sing or play the piano poorly, by the way, um, then that's... That's a bummer. That's not living a well-balanced life. And I don't want you to have that, you know, slant towards only writing either because you're going to miss out on important things like relationships. You're going to miss out on the other parts of yourself that make you who you are. So that's why I wanted to talk about embracing all parts of myself and yourself today. Because, listen, writing is great. Writing is a magical thing that uses empathy to help people's brains change the way they think and to learn to be more kind and more loving. And it's the best. I absolutely love it. And I know you love it, too, or you wouldn't be listening or watching. Uh, But it can't be the only thing. Not only is that unhealthy and not only will that throw your life out of balance, but it will affect your writing because when you're not living a full a full life, you can't write a full story. You can't write something dynamic full of emotion or anger. Oh, I guess anger is an emotion. Full of, you know, real life dynamics, real relational issues, real human emotions. And on this show, we're always talking about how writing expensive words means writing something that comes from a very personal place, a personal experience that costs you emotionally to write. And if all you're doing is pouring yourself solely into writing or any other one thing in your life, then you're not going to have those experiences that make your writing good. You're not going to have those experiences that make any other kind of creative endeavor dynamic and complicated and messy and real. And those are the things that as artists, we should always shoot for. I mean, if I were to write a book, 
Uh, and it was like overly idealized, super perfect. No one ever makes any mistakes. Life is really well planned out. Like it would be super boring. No one would want to. No one would want to read it. And no one really wants to live that life that way. Like when you see people who are super successful and they have everything going for them and they have no challenges, they get depressed. They get bored because we are made to live in a way where we're moving forward and we're facing challenges and we're battling demons and we're on the the you know the thorny shadowed path and as I look back at my life I realized that it was the times when I struggled the most that I was able to learn the most and if I'm just trying to like pump out you know a bunch of best-selling books or whatever whatever your goal is whatever you think of as being a successful writer then You're not living life fully, and that's really sad to me, Uh, and that's why I don't want to fall into the trap of doing that, because I want to live my life. I only get one, and it's so precious and so rare to live a full life full of mistakes, but full of joys, full of sorrows, but full of magical moments of, you know, success, and not... (laughs) It's not that I don't want to have a best-selling book. That's not it. But I don't want to have a best-selling book at the cost of everything else in my life. Writing is not all of who I am. And that's why I was, I, I felt like a real sense of relief when I realized that I have not written as many fiction pieces as I wanted to this year or as many nonfiction books that I wanted to this year because I'm developing a teaching curriculum so that you can do it without having to spend $10,000 or 10,000 hours uh, learning how to hone your craft as a writer because that's who I am. I'm a teacher. I love helping people. Like, if I'm really bummed out, do you know what I do? I go on Reddit or I go on Facebook or I go someplace where there are struggling writers and I write them encouraging notes and I help them solve their problems. I give them advice. I tell them not to give up because that's the only way I myself can keep from giving up. And so when I was looking at this question of should I start teaching less so that I can write more? The answer became really obvious to me and I was talking it through with Travis and he's like, you know, being a teacher is part of who you are. That's always how you've been. And why are you trying to stop yourself from doing that when it brings you so much joy, when you love it and it makes you come alive? Does writing make me come alive? Yes, it does. But in a different way than teaching. And I like to balance those two together. And even when I'm writing, it honestly takes me longer because as I'm doing everything, I'm always thinking about why do I do it this way? How can I do this better? And not necessarily to to make my writing better, but because I'm thinking about you and how I can help you write better. And, you know, as I was realizing that that's why it's taking me longer to write things, that's why I haven't had as much time to work on the projects that I set out to work on this year. I was like, you know what? It's okay. And I could take a deep breath, take one with me (sighs) and say, listen, I'm going to stop trying to separate myself. I'm going to embrace all the different pieces of who I am. And that's how I'm moving forward. That is what you're going to hear me talking about on this show as we continue moving forward, how to balance the right life that we're all living 
you know, R-I-T-E life and how to figure out how to feed those different creative pieces of ourselves so that we have a more balanced life and we're not starving part of who we are. Because when we are living the way that we were meant to live, to be who we were meant to be, everything becomes richer, including our writing. And isn't that what we want? Isn't that what you want? So that's that's what I've got for today. I hope it encouraged you to go do that thing you've been putting off because you're like, I need to spend more time writing. You know what? It's okay to take a break. It's good, actually, for you to take a break. Make sure your mental health is as high as as it possibly can be. And if you're listening uh, and you're wondering, hey, Kristen, how can I help with this show? How can I help cover the cost of your equipment and your different uh, monthly subscriptions? You can go ahead and go to patreon.com forward slash expensive words. And for as little as $4 a month, you can join my Patreon team. And if you want... Uh, group coaching with me for the most affordable way. You can sign up to be a $12 a month Patreon and you join my group coaching calls every month. And I'm going to actually answer live questions that you have about your project that you're working on. There's so much exciting things in the works for this show. I cannot wait to uh, see what's going to happen in the next few months. We're going to be talking with Salt and Sage. I'm working on that right now about sensitivity readers Uh, and how their whole business came into being. I'm really excited to introduce you to some of the people on their team and talk to you about my own sensitivity reading experience. Uh, We're also going to be having some different special guests come on. I'm working out on all that stuff because I'm learning as I go. Um, But I'm really excited to help you finally write the story of your heart. Happy writing. This has been another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast with me, Your host, Kristen Spencer. I'd love to hear your amazing writing thoughts and questions from your awesome writing brain. You can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer or at literary symmetry. Or you can email me at kns at literarysymmetry.com. This podcast is funded by awesome listeners like you. If you'd like to support this podcast and keep it rolling, you can head over to www.patreon.com forward slash expensive words. You can keep all of my hosting and software needs going for the show by donating less than what it costs for one fancy cup of tea a month. And to be eligible to join writing coaching calls with me, check out the $12 a month sponsorship. You will get to ask me questions live about the story of your heart once a month and meet other cool writers. Thanks again for listening and happy writing.